This episode of the Media Virus brought to you by the letter E. This week for on pneumonia for pussy for privates for public broadcast for podcast Punani. Punani. Uh, Professor, you were saying? This week on the Media Virus Podcast, 2022, you didn't know what you were doing. You didn't know what you were doing when you took Bob Saget. This is your only warning. Julius Randall will have to pay 25000 because he quoted the lovely and talented doctor while talking to the media. And the Media Virus Podcast to roofclaim.com. Screw Jacksonville. We'll mention you 52 times a year for half what they charged you. Where did my jingles go? Where did my cursor go, more importantly? I'm right here. <laughs> well, say something, damn it. Fuck! It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us. With executive producer Mike Latouris. That there's a fancy doctor in word, but crack. Featuring the diversity duo, Stanley McFadden and the lovely and talented doctor. Ah! Ah! Shut the fuck up, Maddie. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show, the incomparable Maddie Rockdev. So have a fucking show for you people this week i'm not rock dev this is the media virus podcast uh i had some exciting uh exciting something happened to me today uh that um that really 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 uh brightened my day and that was that i won my first game ever of connect four against an adult and i want to thank i want to thank the lovely and talented doctor for accepting her defeat with grace how are you doing doc (laughs) you'll notice maddie i'm well thank you for asking um you know what with not being in the hospital and all that's you know going going well for me um (laughs) but you'll notice i i kicked your ass so soundly at the word games that i declined to invite you to another one because i didn't want to humiliate you much all right now the first time before letting you beat me at connect four the first one the first word game okay i got a phone call in the middle of it oh okay okay and the second and the second one Uh was was very very hard um but so he only had one hand to play right (laughs) (laughs) yeah let me let me go back and take a look at those scores again but uh i lose that game more often than 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 I win. I mm. against anybody I play. I still enjoy the game. Uh and um what I like about that these text message games. I don't know if you got Yeah, it. so like the, the first the first game uh you scored thirty three hundred points and I scored ten thousand eight hundred points. And then the second well, it round... was it was a it was a word game and you have a doctorate I do. <laughs> and I have an associate's degree. Right. And the second so game... So I'm qualified to work in a cubicle or retail. 
You know what? I feel like your score should have been higher, Doc. What with the PhD and all. 10,000 right. to his 3,000? That's only a threefold increase. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. I mean, for the money you I spent actually on really your hate those word jumble to... games. In fact, she was I teaching do. teenagers a foreign language at the time. Yeah, that's true. I was teaching teenagers <laughs> a foreign language. <laughs> all right. Shut up. Irregular <laughs> verbs and everything. Uh, he was in the hospital, okay? That's a totally different thing. I'm reeling and passing out and shit. Anyway, he was busy getting enemas put up his butt. He was busy getting enemas, two at a time, and trying to play hard games. Double team. The human anus is only so big, Doc. (laughs) Oh, I've I've met some pretty big assholes in my time, Big Daddy. I know just how big an asshole can be. <laughs> ah, shit! That sound clip's gonna come back and bite me. Well, there's. Uh, <laughs> let, let's get let's get let's get through the the inter- introductions. Uh, out of context. The man mm-hmm. who has no friends with COVID, uh, <laughs> Mister Mister Stanley McFadden, Big Daddy. How you doing? How you doing, Stan? I'm good. I am. Uh, uh, well recovered from my my uh, slight bout with COVID, and did uh, you have did you have the COVID? I did. I got the vid. Oh shit! I was down for two days. Two, that's it. Two days. Yep. All it right, started well, Christmas well. Day. Uh, I got low grade fevers on Sunday. Fever stopped by Monday. That was it. Cool, cool. You should try fucking off. And then our second producer, <laughs> <laughs> our second producer, Mike Latouris, the Reverend and Professor. Good evening, everybody. Thank you, Professor. <laughs> <laughs> the frogs here split four ways, and uh, I'm I'm loving all the shade tonight. It's going to be a good show. <laughs> I think I might be the last person I know who hasn't had COVID. I haven't had it. Oh, I thought good. I did. I thought I did. Like yeah, you had two scares, it, didn't you? I feel like it's been twice that you <clears throat> thought you might have it. Yeah, first time it was just a cold. The second time was it was New Year's Eve, and it lasted for like five days. But I ended up having some kind of virus. But I was like, all my symptoms. I couldn't breathe. I had shortness of breath. My chest hurt. I was like, I was like, I know I fucking have it. And I came in contact with somebody, so. But I didn't have it. I tested negative on everything. I too have recently tested negative this year. I I I have had the COVID before, um, but uh, I have uh, recently tested tested negative. Got my result back this morning. Yay! Congratulations. Good, good, good. And uh, well, it, you hear the voice. That is, uh, it is that time of the month. And although. Mercury is not in retrograde. I did slam my Buick into a telephone pole. But <laughs> Scorpion Goddess, Juliet Everett. How you doing, Juliet? Hey, Maddie. So, <laughs> hate to bust your balls, but Mercury... No, no, none of us hates to bust Maddie's balls. That's, what, that's why we're <laughs> no, here. Tonight I do. <laughs> tonight I feel bad. He's already having it tough enough. But um, Mercury is in pre-shadow Gatorade. It'll be there on the 14th. And sometimes the pre-shadow hits harder than the actual retrograde itself. 
So that's not why sense. I'm already I'm already dealing with a bunch of shit that I don't feel like dealing. I, uh, you know, apparently you shouldn't drive with a fever. So is that how you write your you, Buick? You should not operate heavy machinery with a fever. No, no, you shouldn't. No, no. I didn't know that. Yeah. So well, apparently it's a lot like because, being drunk. Yes, because it's a lot like being drunk and people pass out. Why didn't anything pass out? over just, anything over a hundred? You should not be operating machinery. Huh. Oh, I wasn't. Right. I wasn't a hundred. So, but uh, it was still. You know, still Only not, about fifteen. Uh, just a, just a light bump into the pole. Yeah. No. All right. So I was I was waiting to make a left. And as I, I have a thing where I'll, I will creep up and make a sharp left every time. I don't, I don't cut the edge on a left. Ever. Right, right, right. Because it's dangerous, yeah. right? But as I was, as traffic was coming towards me and I'm watching the traffic, I, I guess I was inching up more than I thought I was. And then when I turned, I slammed right into the fucking pole. Whoops. Like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so... The insurance adjuster is going to pick that up tomorrow. That should be a, a hoot. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. And then that was before I got away. I was taking myself to the hospital. So then I was stuck. I was stuck for like an hour and a half out in the freezing cold because, you know. You got to deal with that. I had to deal with that. And, uh, oh yeah, so that's been uh, without any retrograde. Mm, no. Nope. It, it was. It's there. It's just pre-shadowed. I don't know what. What does that mean? It means the it's energy like PMS. is it's like PMS by uh, Mercury. Basically, like a pre-retro, yeah. pre-retrograde menstrual system. Yep. You know that extra day of being bitchy that they take on the front. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's the one. <laughs> what about the extra? What about the extra two weeks they take on the back? <laughs> that's different. <laughs> that's different. That's different. Uh, I was uh, so on top of. I, I don't take anything on the back. Maddie did today. That sounds like you're lost. That, 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 that sounds like you're lost. You're built for it. You know, if you keep making enema jokes. I have not had an enema. I have not needed an enema. <laughs> we're speaking yes. into existence. It's going to happen. Why will, why we're going to manifest the virus. It. We're manifesting <laughs> enemas for you. I've got I've enema, listened, I, enema. I have to have my toe packed every day like they have to unwrap it pull all mm. the filling out of out of it and then put more filling into it oh. and then and then wrap it back up is that also that what they're like going to do with your vagina do you feel it when they do it <laughs> uh luckily i've been uh they've they've got me on oxycodone and nice. uh, so i'm back in the saddle again um and uh, I suffer from neuropathy, which was one of the reasons that I didn't notice the toe right away. So neuropathy has been coming in quite handy with the fact that I can't can't really feel anything except for extreme pain when it really, really hurts. So are you okay there, Doc? What are you doing? Um, my, they, oh, you're, yep, you're mo- just yeah, yeah. The Most of the just cat is keyed out. <laughs> Most fuzzy licking going on, on the show tonight. <laughs> you licked me right in the nose. Yes, you did. Your cat keys in and out. Paint the cat green. That'd be funny. 
Don't have to. Don't have to. She's disappearing already. So on top of all of that shit. You wake up Monday morning. Fucking Bob Saget died. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Ladies we, and, we're in, in one in one in, in less than two weeks we lost our grandmother and our dads. So I was so sad when Betty White died. She was weeks oh my God. away from her birthday. Yeah. But she was also hitting, I think it was her third Saturn return. And a lot of times people when they're heading towards their Saturn return, death can occur. Um so yeah. Anyways, fun fact. Is that like voodoo child slight return? I was like, what? Did anybody get that joke? Nope. Voodoo child slight return. Yeah, Jimmy repeating Hendrix it song. isn't yeah. going to help us to get it. It's a Jimmy oh, Hendrix song. Oh, Voodoo Child. Voodoo Child. Voodoo Child. Wow, wow, wow. For the youngins watching on Facebook, that is Hulk Hogan NWO's theme song. Was it? Yeah, the youngins don't know who Hulk Hogan is either. Yeah. And and Jim. <sighs> He's Jim. the guy that said Negro. Uh, oh, lot, my but. God. I remember that. He's like, because I'm, I feel like I'm like Eminem. I'm like, and mm-hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Dumbass. And uh, that's Jim- the position he took. And- <laughs> Jimi Hendrix was a black man who played guitar. He, he strung his right-handed Stratocaster upside down and played it to the left. And you'll have to look on Wikipedia for the rest. My father. And he had, a file down the, he had a file down the nut to I... take the buzz out of the low E. Go ahead. What's your father do? My father, he's old. But he's um, just because he's, he's like older probably than you guys. Age. No, he's older than you guys. Okay. He's like 20 years older than my mom. But he oh. set up some of Jimi Hendrix concerts back in the day. Plus so that, that makes him like my parents' age. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I know. Uh, and just to our listening audience, um, Jimi Hendrix is a black man who played guitar in much the same way as you sing Bolt is a black man who runs. Yes, very well and yeah, way, way, way her, at the top of his game. Yeah. Her dad is probably just old enough to be in your, uh, right in your wheelhouse of preferred. Uh... Yeah, is he single? Is he cute? <laughs> He's not single, but he does look. Well. Actually, not single. That that often has not stopped I was going to say, that's not going to bother the dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> not going to bother the dog at all. energy coming right there. Leave I mean. Shit. But um, no, he's he's not single. But he does look about 15, 20 years younger than his actual age. Right. You think he want to come on and talk to us? He tell him, I, yeah, bring him. Up. Tell him I said hey. He's got two weeks. <laughs> you want to have him come on in February? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he'd be up for it. I don't know. <laughs> he'd probably be getting ready for bed around that time. So oh, he's probably, he's probably got some he has stories. a lot of cool stories though. Like he told me stories. He used to be like a big hippie back in the day. I know he like hitchhiked through California, stayed in people's mansions and shit like that. Went to Woodstock cool. and all that stuff. Yeah. Hung out with Charles Manson, killed a bunch of people. <laughs> no, didn't do all that. Maybe not. But uh, getting us back on track, Bob Saget, the comic who starred in the sitcom Full House, died at sixty-five. The actor also hosted America's Funniest Home Videos, and he was found dead in an Orlando hotel uh, while he was on tour uh, Monday afternoon, or Sunday afternoon. Uh, Bob Saget, the stand-up comic. Were there hookers? 
No. It was a heart attack. The he died of a heart attack. stand-up My comic and stance. actor who was known as Danny Tanner on the long-running sitcom Full House as the host of America's Funniest Home Videos for his deadpan ribald stage routines was found dead on Sunday in Orlando, Florida. He was 65. His death was confirmed by the Orange County Sheriff's Office, uh, which said that Mr. Saget was found unresponsive in a hotel room at the Ritz-Carlton, Orlando, Grand Lakes. The cause was not immediately known, but the Sheriff's Office had said that there was no signs of uh, foul play or drug use. He had just performed on Saturday night at the Ponte Vedra Concert Hall in Ponte, Ponte Vedra, Florida, southeast of Jacksonville. And he uh, thanked his very appreciative audience in a tweet. I had no idea I did a two-hour set tonight. I'm happily addicted to this again. So it, it sounded like he was going out on tour and, and, and really kind of digging it. Uh, so it, it really, a, really a shame. Uh, many of the, the folks that he worked with through the years had uh, reached out uh, via Twitter to uh, comment. Uh, they were apparently really hit hard. Uh, on Full House, Mr. Saget played the widowed father who shared his house with his three daughters, Candace Cameron, Jody Sweeten, and alternating the youngest daughter as the youngest daughter, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. His brother-in-law, who was uh, played by John Stamos, and his best friend, who was two played by well. Dave Coulier. Mary what? Kate and Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you okay. meant John Stamos. <laughs> Me too. I was, I was thinking about him earlier. That no. Close to making no. that joke. Look, I'm, I really thought he was talking about John. Stamos. What are you uh, about? Honestly, Stamos. Stamos. Yeah, Stamos is still good looking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I did that. I mean, I yeah. That, I mean, you're that not, not the other one, J- David Coulier. No, if no. you can bang a Lannis more set, then you're too fucking crazy for me. Hmm. I was looking at old pictures of like, well, I guess they're old now, but just like. Well, I definitely like, wouldn't go to the movies house. with Dave, Dave Coulier. Yeah, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> I keep looking. I was looking at pictures of Full House, and I was just looking at like John Stamos, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's pretty. Uncle amazing. Jesse, I was like, yeah, he's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, then we all I like look at him Jesse. now, and I'm like, he's... God damn! Like, just the age difference is so. It's weird because, like, I grew up watching it. Yeah, and but he, now, he looks like, he looks what? pretty good now, though. I mean, no, he does, he does, but he's just like you can tell he's like yeah. thirty well, years old, and then it's just like, I mean, the guy. I don't know. The guy's I, around the bed on sixty, really I little. think. I was really little when I watched it, so then when I see him like now, and I'm like his age, what he was then. Yeah, it's just it's like so. Just mind. think about it, Julianne. In a few years, you'll be there. I mean, no, I'm still gonna look younger. Are you kidding me? Stamos used to sit in with the Beach Boys before they were really old. So no, they were really, they were really old back then too. No, they were old, but, but me, they weren't really old then. Yeah. So here's here's what's super cool though, right? Okay. So so Betty White died at 99 and percent, whatever, and uh, and like and like uh, when your battery say, goes dead, so when your phone phone dies, when you still got two percent left. The fuck? Well, yeah, but I mean, so here's the thing. And she died. She was still active. She was preparing this big 100th birthday party. She's still acting. She's doing hot in Cleveland. And then John Stamos. Oh, no. No. Not John Stamos. Uh, Bob Saget goes, while he's literally on tour. So these are people who died. Like, I, I hope that's how I go. Right? In the in act of doing. Yeah. In the act of and doing what you love. And having a whole bunch of people say, shit, that was too soon. Yeah. That's really and what I want by, out of my death. By all accounts, Saget was was very well liked throughout Hollywood. He was he was friends with everybody from like all of the comedy world, clean, dirty, didn't matter. 
ev- like everybody. Like apparently he had. Uh, I, I heard the other day that he was uh, tight with Larry Fine, who was uh, one of the Three Stooges, uh, as well as you know he's he's got friendships with with far younger people, and um, you know he's not like Michael Jackson did. Not that young, no. Uh, but okay. no, he didn't he didn't touch lives in that way. But no, I, you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that has anything bad to say about Saget. I found some articles, actually. Well, some people get a little upset because he. His comedy is not Danny Tanner, and that was no, always, that, that was that was everybody's problem was Danny Tanner was this wholesome, like, you know, everybody's dad. And then his comedy act was just the filthiest fucking thing you ever yeah, heard. Yeah, I mean, he's all, like, awful. With I mean, the same face. Yeah, yeah. His face, yeah. Is, what's, his the, face is what's sold. That same smile. Like, same smile, like, in a same shit-eating grin. I'll never forget, and in Half-Baked, he stands up in that 12-step meeting and says, Hey, man, <laughs> you're here for some weed? Did you ever suck some dick for Coke? <laughs> you ever suck dick for weed? Cause I've sucked dick for coke. I gotta, I gotta remember. There's people out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just say people I was quoting a movie. I was quoting a movie. That was a fun movie. I just quoted. <laughs> <laughs> he really didn't suck any dick in that hospital room. I swear. <laughs> Not, Not in yet. that hospital room. <laughs> Not yet. Not in that room. I just got, I just got here on Sunday. <laughs> Um, and boy, is my jaw tired. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute, Maddie, do you have like a roommate? Like, is there somebody like five feet away from you in another bed? Yeah. Harold had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Just no! now. No, he's, he's struck out. He keeps waving at me. No. <laughs> no I'm quarantined. I'm like, they, they're, I'm literally, I am. 10 feet from the door. You you don't get human contact in the hospital anymore. No. No, when I... No, w- and... So every room's a private room? It's not a bad That's gig. That's surprising. I'm surprised they didn't put you with another quarantine. That's what I was well, thinking. I think, I think part of it is because I, maybe it's because I'm asymptomatic and they don't want to give me another strength. They don't, don't want symptom... They don't want to symptomatize you? So Do you I, have I, uh, MRSA or VRE? <laughs> Are either of those things that are familiar? The only the only time the only time the word MRSA was mentioned to me was by a doctor who said your foot's full of MRSA. No, he said <laughs> he said um, you know we 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 were they're doing cultures. They were supposed to get the culture back today, and they want to see what kind of. And the only time he was just listing off different kinds of infections. We don't know if it's staph. We don't know if it's strep. Oh, it's MRSA. Right. We don't know if it's so, oh, staph infection. You know, but they they've got me. Uh, I'm on vancomycin. So I don't know if that means anything to you. It does. It means you do not have VRE, which oh. is good. Good, 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 good. I don't have MTV either. But but chances are you just got poop in it. <laughs> that does make sense. <laughs> okay. It shouldn't, Maddie. That should not. How? Like, what are you else going to do when the toilet gets all stopped up? <laughs> you got to stomp it down. It's like in the shower. Who? Who was that? Was that you? Waffle, waffle stomp. The waffle, waffle stomp. stomp. 
Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> That's right. So mm. Uh, I don't know if anybody else picked up on this, but Julius Randle was fined $25,000 for telling a Knicks fans to shut the fuck up. That's my line. And you have never given us a goddamn dime for it. Yeah, you owe us $2,500 <laughs> for every time. Oh, my God, we'd be rich. Uh-huh. Julius Randle oh, yeah. told New York Knicks fans to shut the fuck up. And now he'll pay the price. The NBA fined Randall $25,000 for using profane language during a media interview. Uh, the league announced on Saturday. The league called out two incident instances in which Randall used profane language in an egregious manner. The first occurred after practice on January the 5th. Uh, the second came after Randall gave a thumbs-down gesture during the team's January 6th win over the Boston Celtics. Randall grew frustrated with Knicks fans after they booed the team during its win over the Celtics. The Knicks had fallen behind in the first half and at one point were trailing by 25 points uh, that led the Knicks fans to boo the team. New York surged back in the second half, eventually winning the game on a second on a last second three by RJ Barrett. During the comeback, Randall made a thumbs down gesture. After the game, he said that that gesture was his way of telling Knicks fans to shut the fuck up for booing the team. Randall walked back those comments Friday in a statement. Randall said he should have handled the situation better. He said he regretted telling fans to shut the fuck up. Randall still has to pay the fine, but his statement may have saved him a few bucks. Well, that's, that's good. You know, it... Uh... And it's the, it's funny how the F word, like everybody gets upset about it. The only time no one has ever gotten upset about the F word on national TV was when the Phillies won the pennant and Chase Sutley got up on stage in front of the entire world and said, world fucking champion. Yep. Holding up the trophy. <laughs> Nothing. Everybody smiled. They were the world fucking champions. They were the world fucking champions. Well, but, not for uh, nothing, but uh, Jason Kelsey did the same thing at the Eagles Day Parade. Yep. Big Poppy. He led, led that chant. Uh, we're from Philly, fucking Philly. We don't, they don't like us. We don't care. Yeah, and they, they didn't make a move to cut that either. Mm-hmm. Big Big no Poppy on the, in, in the Red Sox. He's, oh, wait, am I on mute? What the fuck? No, you're there. No, you got We hear you. We're just ignoring oh. you. Oh, because I, I was muted myself earlier. Um, Big Poppy, he's he's I forgot what he said, but he said something fuck blah 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 blah. We are the best fucking city or what after the Boston bombings happened. He did something in Fenway and said something like that, and everyone was like, Woo, yeah, Big Poppy. Yeah. Okay. So keep- yeah, no, one you know, the one thing I did forget to mention to the audience, uh, if you're listening this to this on the audio playback, go back onto Facebook with the video and you will not only see the doc's pussy, but you will see Juliet's pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's and- right. It's true. Both of those things have made an appearance on tonight's show. Good and, Good and, and they stay straight up and you can see them while my face is in the screen at the same time. That's true. They are some That's nice right. cans. Hmm. They're very nice cans. Side view. Side view. Ooh, side cans. Yeah. <laughs> side can. Side can is nice. Side, side can is always yeah. sexy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've got some nice cans too, but mine are much older than Julia's, so 
Yeah, yeah you've had you've had they, those. They, they look. I've it. had them. Yeah. I'm surprised they still work. Um. So Big Daddy brought up football. Uh, the Jaguars. Uh. Sponsor has sued is suing them uh, to have their name removed from the game uh, due to an impending clown invasion. Uh, apparently, the Jacksonville Jaguars' final game of the season is on track to be well a clown show. Clown show. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry to interrupt you, Mike. I saw Julia, it. What, the, what yeah. the hell are you doing? I saw that. That's what tripped me up there. <laughs> I was trying to see if it works, the green screen, but I'm using a green blob my son made me. I was trying to see if it would That's not the way it's this be- technology no, works. That's because you have it's because you have the blur in there. It, so it's not gonna work at all. You you, you can't oh, I'll take the blur off. Yeah, don't use the blur. You have to use a, a, a background. Anyway. Uh one sponsor uh would just would rather not be involved with this clown show. Roofclaim.com, uh, a roofing company located in Georgia with a business in Florida, has sued to avoid being emphasized as the primary sponsor of Sunday's finale against the Indianapolis Colts, according to Mark Long of the Associated Press. Why would a company go to such measures to not receive the lucrative exposure of an NFL sponsorship that it has paid for? Where? The answer is that things have become so bad in Jacksonville that fans are beginning to revolt against team leadership. With calls for the team owner, Shad Khan, to, uh, to fire the general manager, Trent Balk. Um, so those fans have, have landed on clowns as the avatar of their ire. A litany of fans has already changed its social, social media profile pictures to the clown emoji, and uh, featuring Khan's trademark mustache. And now there are apparently plans for scores of fans to show up on Sunday in full clown regalia. It's going to be a scene that could very well sum up how far the 2 and 14 Jaguars have fallen. So you can understand why the the words brought to you by roofclaim.com might not be the best in the best interest of the company. They've no, re- I still don't understand. They've reportedly... So basically, the fans were getting upset. They were saying, oh, it's by a bunch of fucking clowns. This, this, this team is being mismanaged by a bunch of clowns. And so they started dressing up as clowns. So since it's the last game of the season, they went on social media and said, hey, let's all dress like clowns to celebrate this bunch of fucking clowns in their last day. Yes. And so the roofing company is looking at bad press. Because... They they've paid for for a four year deal where they get mentioned as as the key sponsor in the one official game. Roof, the official roofing company. No, oh, they oh. no. It's it's actually a brought to you by, and so they're gonna pan the audience to see a bunch of clowns blowing each other and throwing shit into the uh, field, and then say this is brought to you by. They signed I'd a pay, two. I'd pay extra for that. They, they signed a $2.5 million deal in August. According to the AP, Roof Claims signed a four-year deal with the Jaguars with annual payments starting at $600,000 and increasing by $18,000 each year. That totals up to the cool sum of $2.51 million. As a part of the deal, the company is guaranteed a single-game spotlight in each of the four seasons, something the company is now trying to get out of. 
The deal reportedly includes a provision allowing Roof claim to terminate the agreement should Urban Meyer be fired as the Jaguars' head coach. That condition was met earlier than anyone could have reasonably imagined, but unfortunately the termination can only be used at the end of what would be Meyer's third season in 2023. Clearly, Roof claimed tried to tried to be ready for the for things to go bad, but not coach fired after 13 games amid claims he kicked a player and called his assistant coaches losers bad. According to the lawsuit, Roof claim attempted to end its Jaguars affiliation the day Meyer was was fired and the Jaguars refused. The company is now reportedly demanding a trial by jury suit and is seeking damages in excess of $30,000 with temporary and permanent injunctive relief from the Jaguars using the Roof Claim brand. Wow. Wow. Yay, sports ball. Yeah, and, and the Jaguars are like, uh, no. I mean, not for nothing. It's Advertisement is advertisement. Well, yeah, I mean... No such thing as bad press. If it's a televised game, you know... Jaguars fans or any, you know, they're still going to yep. see the fucking Absolutely. Commercial. Well, that's why I said at the and top of the they show. Don't think they have. At, at the top of the show, I said, if they want to sponsor 52 of the Media Virus podcast shows, I will mention them every show, top and bottom, for half the money. Half. Half. 60 cents. Per show. Per show. On the, 60 no, 60 cents. cents on the dollar. Right. Yeah. We'll have, we'll Don't have the doctor. Yourself. We'll have the doctor. There you go. That way we can afford it. But we'll get okay. roofclaim.com in every show that we possibly can for them. In fact, if you want to send yeah. us a dollar because we just, we just mentioned you a number of times, we're, we're into that. You mean roofclaim.com? That's right. Yeah. They, every roofclaim.com. Time for every roof That's claim, right. we could get a dollar. Roofclaim.com. Yeah, for every for every time somebody uh, you know hears us say roofclaim.com or click goes to www.roofclaim.com. Is that roofclaim.com? That is roofclaim.com. Roofclaim.com. Exactly. Anyway. That well, gets- coming up, uh, <laughs> coming up the other side of the break. Uh, we're going to be doing some tipsy tarot, and we have a groundbreaking report from inside the COVID. That's right. B Block will be That's a right. groundbreaking report from inside the COVID re- ward with Matty Rock Def. That's right. In there doing some of that deep, deep, deep investigative reporting. Pretend that I have COVID so that I can break this case wide open. That is some awesome guerrilla journalism you got going on. It here. is like a butthole. Not for nothing, but at the end, you're gonna. I'm gonna express that this is all a hoax. Okay. To to have an entire sex change operation just to get into the hospital. (laughs) That is dedication. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So if you got COVID, if you want to join us in the B block, you can do that by dialing one six four six virus zero one. That's one six four six virus zero one. You too can talk to Maddie Rockdeff and his special COVID nineteen report live from the hospital. We almost sound professional sometimes. Sometimes. Once in a while. Almost. Don't let it go to your head. 